ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the uh, the next installment of Strategy in the Virtual Controller, where we talk about businesses that do accounting and bookkeeping for their clients. Uh, they're trying to, to, to transition their business from that traditional compliance, deadline-driven uh, business to one that is more year-round, monthly recurring revenue, really helping their clients understand what's happening in the business uh, and how do we help uh, listeners avoid all of the, the distractions and, and stay on this path of, 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 of that intentional business management. My name's uh, Damien Greathead. I'm sitting in Sydney. My co-host, Penny Breslin, you're not sitting where you normally sit, but are you still in San Diego? I'm in Oceanside today. You're in Oceanside, so still in California. Yeah, which is about seven miles north of where I live in Encinitas. So. Just up the road. Um, and your how's, is, is summer coming to a close there or what's happening? Oh, God, I wish. It is <laughs> stifling. <laughs> you know, I just got back from Tucson uh, where I ran into a mutual friend of us um, who just came back from the conference that I couldn't go to because I from had Zero to go to Tucson. Yeah. yeah, from Zericon. We, we discussed that over a few beers, but, um, you know, I had to do the birthday party for the septuagenarian in my family and the birthday party for my granddaughter, which turned yeah. out to be a hoot. Oh, my God, what a fun party. Uh, th- they did a great job. Um, but uh, it was hot and muggy in Tucson because it's monsoon season. It is hot and muggy here in San Diego. It is just stifling. So, yeah, um, well- somebody hasn't left us yet. Yeah, and, and spring is trying to to, to peak out, but um, it's still very wintry here in Sydney. Um, so I think we're we're over winter, we're over the wet. So we're looking forward to a bit of warmer weather, but we'll uh, we'll see what what Mother Nature has in store for us. But Penny, you sent me a really interesting email this week um, about two pros- two prospective customers um, that were were investigating services or wanted to learn more about Money Penny and 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 outsourcing and. I won't do I won't do word for word your email um, because we'd have to fill up the swear jar. But but it was sort of interesting. Um, well, 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 actually, no. What, rather than me explaining it, why don't why don't I hand over to you? And if 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 you want to share the the situation that you had with two prospective customers, prospective clients this week. Yeah, um, both of these. You know, we don't really rec- advertise that we're doing tax returns. And um, both of now, these. Now, hang on. Sorry. So, so this is Money Penny and and the team in Chennai. Yeah. You're yeah, not yeah. really. You're not necessarily advertising that you do tax returns. It's it's your bread and butter, but you're focused on the the the, the, the fractional CFO and and that type of stuff as well in your firm. Is that right? Well, yeah, but we kind of like you know, um, it's it's like we do it. They like to do it. To tell you the truth, my team. Um, prefers uh, doing tax returns over bookkeeping and accounting just because from their perspective, it's a lot easier because it's very compliance driven. It's very date driven. It's very, you know, formulaic and easy for them. Whereas with bookkeeping and accounting, you know, we have to wait on a lot of things. There's a lot more communication back and forth with the the accounting firm. Um, You've got a lot of players in the mix You've got the accounting firm, you've got us, you've got the bookkeeper, you've got the account manager. And when it comes to cloud accounting, you often have the client. Mm. So there's a lot of juggling on who's doing what, when, where, how, and then getting the source information. Um, But getting the source information is always the hardest part of 
either any job, whether it's the tax return, the bookkeeping or accounting. So, but they do like, because they're accountants, they do like (laughs) the normalcy of the way the tax return works. It's kind of like two plus two is always four. Yeah, uh, yeah. The tax return, and it, when you're doing bookkeeping, two plus two can be whatever the flip you want it to be. <laughs> <You know? laughs> well, it, it depends, doesn't it? It, it depends on it whether all- or not you got the bank statement, or if the bank feed's broken, or <laughs> yeah. or, or if the client just decided to go in and just like do a, a change a journal entry. Oh, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> and then we spent time going back and going. No, we did not change the prior date stuff to the accountant. The client did it. You know that. So why don't you put a lock on that and close it? Oh, I guess we probably should, right? Like, oh, you can do yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, you can do that. Anyway, so um, so anyways, these on twice in one week, I got a referral uh, from somebody who wanted to do uh, that we would do in work for that. They said, you know, these two firms are looking for somebody. Would you talk to them? I'm like, yeah, okay, fine. I'll talk to them. And um, so I have to ask them, you know, and I have spent the last 25 years of my life trying to drag accounting firms into the 21st century. And, you know, paperless, the whole nine, we've done, we, you and I have done this. Everybody we know have done this. You know, paperless was hot in 2000, you know. Yeah, we've and, been banging that drum for a long time. Digital signatures, you know. Yeah. And it's like you, you kind of get the sense that, well, the people that you end up working with are people who have bought into that Kool-Aid. Yep. And here it is, it's 2022, and, and we're talking about the 2023 tax season, and we've just had two years of COVID. And these guys were going, digital signatures. Um, what about scanning the PDFs? You know, we have to do that first, don't we? And <laughs> you think that you could uh, fill out the uh, forms for POA for us and create them for each of the clients? And um, we're good. how are we going to work that out? And I'm like, you're using a tax software that'll allow you to do a lot of this. You can get digital signatures. You can get certified digital signatures. Have you ever heard of Panadoc to put your, 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 your form in for your POA and send it out to your clients securely so they can? And it's like, I'm not dragging you from the 20th century into the 21st century. You're in the flipping 19th century. And you notice I've said it twice. I've not so, said the F word. I said no, I know. Okay, your granddaughter is your granddaughter is your gra- is your granddaughter in the in the room is she? <laughs> no, but there are some other little ones here. But but I, and you just go, dude. Um, you but know what, I'd love to help you, but again, it's what like, rock have they been living under though? The wall. The both of them started the conversation. Both of them with outsourcing to India. I don't know. Do I have to tell my clients? (laughs) Yes, always. Do I have to tell my clients? Well, yeah, if you're doing a 1040, you do. You have to tell them. Um, But then my next question is, why the hell are you doing those kind of tax returns? And I said, why didn't you call SurePrep or or go to Gruntworks and and get them to do that? Well, you know, that's a lot of money up front. Um, Either way, you're going to spend money to make money, Mm. right? Um, And... You know, I'd, I'd take on a, you know, if I, I understand you want to outsource it all, that's okay. But, you know, really, you, we're better used 
And what we do is taking on those more complicated returns or, or the, 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 the many page deep 1040s that, that you get, because that's really what we're good at. I mean, we could do the other stuff easily, hands down, but overall, if you got your system together and, and you got the technology in place, because this is not going to go away, because in both cases, both of these partners for these two different firms can't talk to me about how they couldn't hire people. I can imagine what their offices look like. I probably wouldn't go to work for them either. But, but they also, one of them talked about uh, how he had two kids going into, had gone into accounting. And his youngest son, who just started college, had signed up for accounting course. And the course was canceled because they didn't have anybody to register for it. Wow. And the other one is in his third year, and he's sing, sitting in a class with five other people. Mm. And so it's kind of like you're you're dealing with this in your own family. Can you see the future? You know what? You better get on with this AI stuff, and you might as well start now. You at least have the the brains and the wherewithal to call me in in August because it was August last week, and instead of January 1st, which I've received calls for. You, so, uh, and I go, what, are you kidding me? <laughs> you know what a flying, you know what, at a rolling donut is, right? So why don't you go do it? But um, you're at least calling me ahead of time. Go ahead and investigate these options. And then also look at PandaDocs. And go look at the way you can get digital signatures in your own accounting. Because one was an ultra tax and one was LISERT. Well, that's and, what I, I thought mean, was really interesting in that email, Penny, is that they that within their within their tax software, on, yes. they they already had a lot of the not a lot of, but they already had solutions built into their current uh, software that would actually make them more efficient. That would just, oh, absolutely, would, and they weren't even doing that part. I mean, at least I get somebody who's got that going on. Yeah. You know, and they're already paperless. That outsourcing to us is a piece of cake, but. <laughs> I'm like going, and I'll bet you, you don't have workflow. No, we just kind of like, and I'll go, you know. we got a routing sheet. We, we do it in Excel. Um, yeah. But I, I'm now. I'm well, they do it on paper. One of them actually said, we're investigating going paperless. And And how did they, I mean, there's, there's, there's a whole lot to unpack here because we've got, I'm, I I'm don't want to talk. I don't want to. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to talk to my clients about outsourcing. Um, I I'm still stuck. Don't in want to this talk to old... my clients about digital signatures. Um, I don't want to talk to my clients about scanning and share file and uploading to a portal or whatever. Instead, I want to spend those weeks in the middle of winter in pain and agony because nobody gets around to getting me the boxes of paperwork and then and I can't find people to join the team to do the work and and what's driving this like as I was reading that I, I my hypothesis was are these guys afraid of their clients are they afraid to go to their clients with new ideas and new ways of working and this fear of of changing the status quo of what happens in the in the in the client relationship and that was the only thing that i thought that could possibly 
hold me back from and again I, I ask a question what rock have they been living under but but is that 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 seems to me to be the only thing that could hold me back from digital signatures the only thing that could hold me back from going paperless or, or whatever it is is this fear that my clients will 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 not like it like i don't know what was your what why why you've got all these things that you've just mentioned why um i think that it's their own internal fear it has to be because you know what the, these the, the the problem i think it's even more difficult for a tax office than somebody who's doing bookkeeping and accounting because at least with bookkeeping and accounting you are going to have to at some point if not quite monthly quarterly talk, talk to, to the client <laughs> whereas whereas um with the tax with the, the where you're predominantly dealing with the tax, either a tax office or a tax division, they're not, they're only talking to that client once, maybe twice a year. And yeah. so there isn't that relationship. Um, and so I don't think they know, but I'll bet you, I'll bet you that their, that their clients would not be surprised if they said, we're going to give you ability to do electronic signatures. We're going to do this all through a portal. You're going to upload your documents to us. You're going to scan them. Oh, you don't know how to, you don't have a scanner. Okay. Just take a picture with your phone and attach it uh, up to our portal. But I think that, I think that their clients are a lot more savvy than they give them credit for. Now, if their clients aren't, and if their clients still want to stay old school, you could always do what Nicole Davis said. Just get rid of them. When she yeah, it might be time to move them on. Ninety percent of her ten forty clients, but you know, like she said, at this point, they're not a big part of her revenue because she only deals with clients. Just like Rachel, she only deals with clients who are willing to work with her. Yeah, and and also I think as well, it's to your point about the the tax division, the tax office. We're seeing our clients one to two times a year. We don't have that big of a relationship with them. If that's the case and they don't, that, that, then no harm, no foul. If, if you want to implement change and they say no, that's fine. Move on. There's, there is really? so much, there's what, so much I work wrote, out there. I wrote that line, didn't I? Where I yeah. just said, yeah. But, but also it's like, you know what? The other thing they're doing is that because money was a constraint for them. And yeah. it's like, you're not making the money to pay a decent wage to do the work. Maybe you shouldn't be doing the work mm. or you should increase your price. And those that won't pay it, let them go. Those That's that okay. will, yep. it's okay. Because yep. I'm telling you, if you can't increase your price on a, on a, on a product that there isn't enough ability to complete the work because of lack of resources and you're not increasing your prices well you're not a really smart business person and if you can't increase your prices that that's one of two things that's a market economics and and that there's but you also can't deliver the same product um and just charge a higher price for it you where can you actually add value where can you actually um, stand in front of the client. Yeah, yes, you can say my costs have increased, so therefore my price has to increase. That's absolutely part of it, and that should be factored into 
into your, your pricing or costing mechanisms. But also, if you're just delivering the same service but, but trying to charge a premium for it, um, you, you're going to, to fail at that as well. And, and so it really is how are you bringing value to the relationship? And actually, one way in which you can demonstrate you're bringing value to the relationship is you're digitizing this whole process. You're keeping your clients' data secure. Um, th- these are things that you could actually talk to your, you're getting the information turned around more timely. Um, and, and the, and in an, I'm assuming that they're getting an actual return, um, getting into the, ba- getting that return into the bank account quicker. These are things that actually clients care about. So you could charge a premium for, and actually your H&R blocks and uh, et cetera, down the road, they're probably all touting the, these exact, um, value propositions as well. Well, yeah, and and eventually they're going to be charging more than you. Yeah, uh, but I think you know, just as we're talking about, because they're making it more convenient for the client. Yeah, yeah, and and just as we're talking about this, is sort of the this realization of like we can't be everything to everyone. And if you go back to episode one or two of of of, of this podcast, it's all about you can't be everything to everyone. So who are the clients that you're going to service? What are the services that you're going to provide? Uh, that's where you've really got to start. And, and, and don't get me wrong, if you want to be high volume, low cost tax office, no problems. I mean, th- there's a lot of money to be made in that, but you've got to set yourself up correctly for that. You've got to leverage the technology. You've got to, you've got to get the right workforce in the right seats. Um, so no problems with with sort of um, knocking out um, sort of sort of mid, middle mid tier ten forties, but make sure the rest of the business is set up to do it efficiently and pr- profitably. Yeah, because you know what, somebody else will. Um, yeah. Just this morning, I got a Slack message from uh, a client who we do um, bookkeeping accounting. He was one who swore, you've talked to him actually on his podcast. Um, he swore he'd never do tax returns. And yet <laughs> he, found that, he found that he had to. And um, then the next thing he knew is he had to have somebody up front doing all the work. And he immediately went into the whole 21st century version of a tax return. We're doing all the prep work for them. And he contacted me. He goes, um, okay. We're finding that this is as much as I didn't want it. We're getting more and more of this business. I either need this person here or I need that person here. I need either a front end person or I need a back end high end reviewer. I said, well, what is it that you're doing? And I said, well, it sounds to me like you need a back end high end reviewer. You've already got everything else in place. He goes, yeah, I guess I do. He goes, how do I go about finding that? And I said, well, you have a specialized niche, right? He goes, yeah. I said, I know some people in that specialized niche. I wonder if I can find somebody who's in semi-retirement who'd be willing just to do that one aspect of the job, just high-end review. They don't have to do anything up front. They don't have this whole, all they got to do is just be available to do a review on that type of return. He goes, that's exactly what I want. And I go, let me see what I can do. I think I got that like three hours later, I found somebody who was willing to do that. It's I don't know if it's going to work out. I just e-introduced them and said, you guys work it out. I don't care. You figure it out yourselves. But, uh, but, but I think but really interestingly, 
you've you've t- you've talked through with the the firm, the, the the owner of the firm, to say what is it that you need? Where is the bottleneck? What what's happening? Um, and identifying the bottleneck and and again. It could be if if it was the administration that that then we'd focus on that. If it was the 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 entry level prep, then you could focus on that. But having that conversation and and then strategizing around how to solve for that, because once you have identified that problem, more often than not, you can sort of talk to a few people and and come up with a couple of strategies around it. And as you said, you don't know if it's going to work out, but at least there's at least we're approaching the 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 problem differently yeah the other he, thing i would the other thing i would say is make sure he pre- yeah with the other, he wasn't just, sure. <laughs> the other thing i was just gonna say is the other bit of advice for him was, was just make sure he bumps up his prices a bit because that might actually slow the the well if um, i know this guy he will have no problem doing all that. right yeah yeah <laughs> he has no problem but but i think i think it's kind of like when i was in you know learning how to write a term paper uh, you start with the broad subject and then yeah. you just start putting all the circles in until you can get to that, you know, sweet spot of this is the actual title of my paper. And that was it. He started with this broad overreaching. By the way, Penny, do you know I'm, I'm in this dilemma and I think I need this person? And the person was like way big. And by the time, yeah. by the end of the conversation, we had one function that needed to be done, could be done 100% remotely, and it didn't require a full-time person, but it required a high-level quality person Mm -hmm. that he was probably going to have to pay a little bit more for, but these these were going to be very lucrative. And he said that. "These These are very lucrative returns. So, and you're, pro- you're probably going to pay a little bit more, but also um, I was, I'm sort of trying to b- bring this conversation to where we were earlier, where we can't find anybody, but I'm going to hazard a guess. This guy is, well, he's obviously, I'm going to hazard a guess he's paperless. I'm going to hazard a guess he's got workflow in. I'm going to hazard a guess that in finding this individual that we've sort of gone out and said, hey, would you be interested in doing this? on a part-time basis for this very specific service, you can do it from your own home because we've got all the technology to set up that allows you to do that securely. Yeah, from wherever and whenever you want to do it. And who knows? He might actually turn around and say, I I wouldn't mind coming into the, or she, I wouldn't mind coming into the office um, a couple of days a week and and knocking out the work if that's okay. But I also um, head down to Mexico or whatever during the winter um, so I could I could probably do some work down in Mexico as well. Like having the actual business set up to bring in these bring in these experts. Br- br- actually, bring in anyone doesn't really matter. They they could be an expert. They could be entry level. They could be um, uh, the the generalist or whatever it is. But having the technology set up that actually enables that individual to be productive whenever and wherever they are. And and He's I think exactly that's an important part. That. Yeah. Yeah. He started his. When he started his firm, that's exactly the the direction he went. And so being his opportunity to get somebody to do the work, as opposed to the other two who can't find anybody because they're in the 19th century. But 19th century and trying to be everything to everyone. And, and whereas 21st century, very specific, I know who I'm going after. These are the types of clients I want. 
I didn't want to do tax, but as it turns out, that there's a real opportunity there with yes. with the with the right type of client, especially with his niche. Yes. Yeah. Is yeah. uh, the and that was the whole key. He said I didn't want to do it, but he goes, he goes, what I'm going to get on the side of being uh, not just doing the tax return, but doing the, you know, the recommendations, the uh, there's so many other aspects to this business. And, and he discovered that because he did go into a niche mm. and that niche led to another niche that became even bigger still. Um, because he got, con- he got connected because he's so focused in this one area, he got connected with the right people. Yeah. And it's turning out to be a very good program for him. Um, he never took his eye off the ball, though. He knew that he knew that if he stayed in one lane, that one of these venues somehow something was going to come up. And he's been right every year where he's grown and grown and grown. And um, it is that intentionality, though, isn't it? It's it really it's, is getting focused in on on what you want. But uh, it's like you know, I, yeah, and it, it it's so funny because I think it really is. It's the it, it's the tale of two cities, isn't it? It, it was the best of times, and it, it was the worst of times. And yes. there's so many wonderful examples of of firms that have that have really taken a step back and thought about what's important to them, what's important to their team, why do they get up every day, and that has really been the driving force behind the technology, behind the clients, behind the services, behind how they actually think about getting the work done. And they're growing. They're 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 literally batting prospective clients away. I think from from what also I also happier. they're also happier happy. and they've got resumes. Resume, yeah. uh, you know, that I was going to say resumes in the top drawer, but resumes are coming into their inbox, and and because of that network, because of the 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 type of work that they're doing, the reputation that they're building, because they're set up to support um, team members whenever, wherever they they want to work, that they and and they're also thinking strategically about how they leverage. Uh, resources such as such as yourself, Penny, and, and and your team, and 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 incorporating your team as a part of their team, uh, they're thriving. Yeah. Um. And then and then these two, <laughs> these two, these two in in the nineteenth century, and probably a bit of shag carpet on the, um, shag carpet on the on the walls, probably, and 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 probably not a very fun place to go to work, probably challenging clients and not not because they're bad clients but because they don't know any better so it, it really is this it, it yeah it's it sort of this yeah it was the best of times it was the worst of times yeah it was just like when i was at that aicpa nicole davis had done the presentation and asked the question you know how many of you use a portal and uh, and 35% of the respondents weren't even paperless. This was the ICPA. And I, I'm in, in the back in of the room In 2022. Oh, that's kidding me. Oh, 2023. <laughs> no, 2022. You're just like, again, like. Two years after we've had lockdowns, <laughs> for crying out loud, you know. But also I just even remember like how you and I first met Penny was we, we went on the speaking and training circuit and we did CPE seminars about about technology and about efficiency and and yeah that's 15 years ago and i'm sure you you were definitely talking about that before before yeah. we met but it, it just blows blows me away that 
Exactly. Post pandemic, when we had to, when, when we were in lockdown and we couldn't have clients coming into the office, we couldn't go to clients, we're still paperful. Like I can just imagine that there are firms out there today that are literally logging on to officedepot.com and just ordering reams and reams and reams of paper because they're about to start printing out their, uh, their tax organizers. Um, and W2s and 1099s. And, and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and get, getting in early for a good deal on paper. <laughs> well, that's the only way the client will take it. No. Well, have you presented another option? And, and if you and, have, and they still say no, did you triple your price? Just saying. And and uh, th- that's the only way the client takes, but you haven't spoken to the client, but they probably send money to their kids on Venmo. They probably, um, they're probably signing PandaDocs or DocuSign for, for legal agreements for real estate or whatever it is. And they probably uh, have a Google Nest and an Alexa in their house where all their photos are being uploaded to because yeah, they, yeah. they take a ton of them on their iPhones. And, you know, I mean, they're doing all of that. I'm getting noted. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I was at the office yesterday and I'm getting notified that a delivery is and he's standing there. And I, I actually just spoke to him through my, through, through the app to say, look, just leave it, leave it behind the, the back door if that's all right. Um, th- this technology is here and, and it's a part of our day-to-day life, but yeah, oh, my clients won't do that. Mm. I I think you're just afraid to talk to your clients about something new and a different way of working. And it's like, who's running this business? Are you the business owner or is the client really dictating the decisions? And and that doesn't sound like a good way to run a business. No, it doesn't. And I was talking to uh, um, uh, a woman who uh, is in the accounting industry from a government level. She works for a state government. And uh, we were discussing a presentation she has to do on remote work. And she has to present it to the finance office against across several state agencies in a presentation. And, I mean, this is a state agency. They're, go- they're dealing with remote workers. So if you're worried that you know, somehow this isn't going to fly from a government standpoint that you're using paperless and that you're allowing employees to go remote. Just so you know, a lot of the IRS agents will be remote. Mm. You'll still have, you'll still have to wait three hours to get through to them, but they'll be <laughs> but they'll yeah. be remote. Well, maybe 24, 24 if you wait until April twelfth. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean it's just uh, you know the robots can't do everything, but they can do enough to make your life easier. Yeah, yeah, and 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 they are they already are, uh, and if if as a as a firm, you're not embracing that. And I was just going to say, if there are any listeners out there, but I'd hazard a guess if the, the likelihood that they understand what a podcast is and, and how to access a podcast, um, if, if they're not paperless and using e-signatures and all that type of stuff, it's probably, we're, we're, we're probably not hitting this this part of the, the, yeah. the market, Penny. So, um, But it is funny. And, and I think for me, well, as it we just sort shows of, to go, yeah. It just shows to go, yeah. If that's just, the competition... Yeah, 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 yeah. No yeah. <laughs> and 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 it really reinforces 
the the firms that are that are making these changes, doing fun things, implementing new technology, trying things, talking to their clients. Because I I, I remember uh, I, I love talking to accountants that say, "Oh, I can think of a client that would love to kick the tires. I, I can think of a client that I'd love to test this with." And and my client loves a bit of technology and they love the apps and and they will absolutely tell me if this works. I, I used to love those types of conversations when I was at Receipt Bank and and we were bringing in you know take photos of your receipts and all that type of stuff and the, the, the clients absolutely embraced it um, and 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 it just it, and most importantly it just reinforced to the to the accountant that client clients are clients have fears and concerns and change management is tough but as long as you're by their side and along for the ride. Um, Everyone has a bit of fun, and and everyone learns. Uh, and and at the end of the day, you're 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 doing something to help your client work smarter, make more money, um, spend less time on on routine manual tasks, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I agree, and you know what? Like I said, always say, there's only so many days ahead of you, and there's you might as well start now, uh, yeah, because uh, life is too short. Life yeah. is way too short, and there's just so many more interesting things to do out there. Um, yeah, absolutely. Chase paper, chase paper, and chase clients who don't want to change. Chase employees that don't want to change. Uh, chase yourself when you don't want to change. You know. And and the only thing I'll say on that is, don't don't it, don't assume your clients won't change. Have yeah. the conversation with them. Um, your team, have the conversation with the team. It, it, some of your team may not want to change. Some of your clients may not want to change, but don't assume um, yeah. because, the as, you know, as you said, we, we don't we know how many days are behind us. We don't know how, how many are ahead of us. And after two years of pandemic and, 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 and working out how to, to work remotely and work flexibly, it, let's embrace that and find the good in that and, and, and keep that going. Um, rather than... Good way to put it. Embracing and finding the good in it. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. That's good. Um, so maybe that's a good place to, to leave today's episode. Yeah, yeah that would be a good place to do it. There we go. Well, let's yeah. put a pin in it there. Now, Penny, I mean, you, you actually said something really interesting is now is the time. So we're end of August, start of September. If you are thinking about bringing it, if you are thinking about taxis and, and how you're going to resource and how you're going to staff up, and, and you want to learn more about how outsourcing might play a role in that, how do people find you? Well, you can find me at moneypennyllc.com. And whether, you know, you contact us or another outsourcing company, as somebody, you know, I think that outsourcing companies, there's enough business for all of us. Um, just make sure that you don't wait to the last minute. Um, give everybody a heads up because they're trying to load level their teams too. So yeah. just yeah. And, and for all of them out there, I know because I've worked for several, don't wait to the last minute for them. And, They'll do and, a good job. They will. And it's, all of them. It's, it's not about the cheapest workforce either. Just that, no, that would be the not. other thing as well. Um, but yeah, so if you are interested in learning more and, and how um, those resources can um, can can help, uh, moneypennyllc.com. You can find yeah. Penny Breslin on LinkedIn. You can find myself, Damien Greathead, on LinkedIn as well. So if you do have any questions, please uh, don't hesitate to reach out. Penny, I, I hope by, by our next episode, 
I will, um, I'll have confirmation of when we'll be able to see each other in person again next, but fingers oh, crossed cool. it, um, it'll, it'll be, uh, towards the end of this year. So, but, we're, but yeah, it's looking good so far. Connect. Yeah. Yeah. So, right. so far, so good. So hopefully I'll be able to confirm that, uh, on our next episode. Penny, always a pleasure. Thank you so much for your time. Um, ladies right. and gentlemen, um, do us a favor. If you, if you're listening uh, to us through Spotify or, um, or Apple, please go on. Uh, if you've enjoyed it, write a review. If you haven't enjoyed it, don't bother. Um, but yeah, <laughs> give us a give us a rating, give us some some stars, and, and that'll just help us spread the good word and 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 help put um, strategy in the virtual controller in more feeds um, of uh, of accountants and bookkeepers like yourself. So, Penny, really good to see you. We'll talk next week. Nice to see you, Daniel. Have a Bye-bye. good one. Bye bye.